Welcome to Wandering in Hope. Now here's Madisonville Church of God pastor, Josh Benson. Hello everybody, this is Pastor Josh uh, coming to you from Madisonville, Tennessee. I'm pastor of Madisonville Church of God. I've got Brandon with me today, Brandon Presley. Brandon is our new worship leader at the church and a fantastic guy, great singer, musician. We're just really pleased that he's joined the team. Uh, we wanted to get together and cut a few videos where we're going to talk about the spirit of worship, the climate of worship, uh, the impact of worship that we're trying to create in the church. And so we hope that you tune into our podcast, Wandering in Hope, W-A-W-A-N-D, Wandering in Hope, and uh, check these videos out, listen to them on our Facebook page, but we hope this is a blessing to you. So tune in. All right, so we're going to kick off this next segment discussing worship, Brandon and I, uh, with just trying to give you a, a general overview of the climate of worship that we're working on creating at the church. So if you come check us out, you know sort of what to expect. Uh, I think a lot of times folks are afraid to go try a church out, yes. for lack of better phraseology. Because they don't know what they're getting into. And so one of the questions I'll, I'll start off with with Brandon is, you know, what, what does it mean when we talk about a Pentecostal worship experience? And I'm sure you've been in Pentecostal uh, worship experiences where it almost felt, uh, it almost felt hyped up. Yes. Uh, there was a lot of pressure to have a certain type of experience. Uh, there was a lot of hype that was created to basically form a smoke and mirrors kind of worship experience. I think this is one of the cons to being in the Pentecostal movement today because people want to be entertained. Now, one of the things that I think is important about our church is that our church is not into hype, but our church is not the frozen chosen. And so our church is a place where you can find a very well-balanced uh experience with both theology in our scriptural experience the, the the exposition of the word the preaching of the word it's not self-help we we do theology we do biblical theology at our church you can grow off of it but there is that experiential aspect of the worship too our worship is exciting and it's good you guys do a tremendous job so brandon for you if i asked you what does a pentecostal worship experience look like and what you know? What is the purpose of it? I mean, in your mind, what would you say? Well, the only purpose of worship, uh, the ultimate goal is to worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus yeah. Christ. And we do that. We want to be genuine. Um, yeah. We want to be from the heart. Um, I never want to stand up and worship or uh, try to lead a service or sing a song or do anything where I'm not, I'm not coming straight from the heart. Yeah. Um, it. At the church, it's uh, an informal environment. Uh, it's relaxed. Um, it's not an environment where you feel pressured to do certain things. Or yeah. it's also to where you, if you feel like raising your hands, you can. If yeah. you, because uh, there's going to be other folks right behind you. It's not an environment <laughs> yeah. where um, right. you're going to feel like everybody's looking at you and you're just uncomfortable. It's it's free. Yeah. Um, and you and you can feel the spirit there. And when you get believers in an environment and you can usher in that um 
that moment and just kind of be a part of God just coming in and, and doing what he does. Yeah. There's no mistaking about that feeling. And yeah. just having everyone uh, one mind and one accord for the same purpose, not focused on each other, but focused on him, you yeah. see great things happen. Yeah. In, in the screw tape letters that C.S. Lewis wrote, he uh, at one point, uh, the screw tape letters is just a collection of letters, fictional, of course, that C.S. Lewis wrote. And basically, he outlines in that this narrative of a demon in training has come to earth. He's been sent to earth to lead a man to hell. And he's writing as he's training and trying to lead this man to hell. He's writing letters back to his senior officer, the senior demon who's training him in hell. Okay, and so at one point he writes the letter back to the senior chief and he says, "Oh, I got big problems. This guy's going to church now." <laughs> and so he writes him back. The senior demon's advice is this: He says, "What are you worried about?" He said, "Let him go to church, but when he goes, make him pay attention to everybody else around him." And, and, and you hit the nail on the head there. You know, you don't have to conform in our church. Your experience doesn't have to look just like somebody else's. Yep. And so we don't drive you to try to be a cookie-cutter, Pentecostal kind of person. Let me clarify something here. Somebody asked me one time, they said, Pastor, to you, what does it mean to be Pentecostal? Why do you go to a Pentecostal church? And I said, for one reason... Uh, and this may be a little drawn out, but essentially to me, being Pentecostal means that God can do whatever God wants, whenever God wants, however God wants, with whomever God wants to do it with. And so I think that applies to our worship experience too. Uh, you know, if, if, if you feel like quietly meditating, you know, the Bible says that when the angel of the Lord came and, and told Mary, you know, the good news, good tidings, you're going to bear the Messiah. It says that she pondered those words in her heart. Mm-hmm. It was an act of worship. That's what that was. And so our church is that kind of place. Mm-hmm. You can have that kind of worship. If you want to raise your hands, that's fine. Don't bring copperheads to our church. <laughs> and we don't drink poison and run around backwards in the dark. Okay, But we have a good time, yes. and there's different ways that you do that. You mm-hmm. know. Let me ask you this. Do you not feel like the church has been robbed of that experience because, you know, Satan has a counterfeit for everything. Yes. And it's almost like Satan has counterfeited the party for Jesus in, in, in the modern day rock concerts. You go to these rock concerts and, you know, country music concerts. You see, and I'm not bashing the music genre of any kind, but I'm saying you see people that go to these venues and they just lose their minds, you know? Um, th- what do you feel about that? Do you feel like that Satan has counterfeited the worship experience we should have? I mean, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I think a lot of that, it's entertainment. Yeah. Um, and it's just like anything else. There may not necessarily be anything wrong with it. You sure. know, to go to a, a, a concert or a show or a play of some kind where there's um, lights or haze or big screens or anything. Yeah. It's not necessarily wrong. Um, but it's just when it becomes that counterfeit piece, that's when the issue, yeah. when when it becomes more important to put on the show than to worship, when it becomes yeah. more important um, to do those things. And um, I, I do believe there is some uh, truth and there's some validity to um, 
ha- having an environment where you can focus. Yeah. Um, in any worship environment, the main focus should be should be Jesus. Yeah. So if there's a big screen and the lyrics that are on the screen are referencing Jesus, then yeah. we're focusing on the right thing. Yeah, yeah. So don't disqualify it because it's a screen or yeah. you know it's a deep <laughs> subject. There's a lot of yeah. a lot of opinions on that, and I'm not yeah. you know I'm not to say I'm not trying to say anybody's right or wrong or yeah. say one church is you know every church is different um, in how they approach worship. But to me, being genuine. Um, and having that relaxing environment, you know, yeah. that, that just feels comfortable. Because if you go into a church and you you feel uncomfortable, or you feel um, if it feels cold, or if you feel um, people are looking at you, or those are things that you know right. I, we're flesh. Yeah, you know, those sure. things don't matter. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, if I go into a church and it's new, mm-hmm. and I sit down and I feel things that are not really sitting right with me, it's going to distract me from really yeah. worshiping and really being able to focus. Yeah, yeah. So having that environment where you can just go in and say, hey, this is okay. These people are they're, they're welcoming. They're yeah. loving people. Yeah, they're, yeah. Not, uh, they're not looking at what I've got on. They're not looking mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, if I've got piercings or tattoos or they're not, you know, none of those. It's more, it's, it's, it's focused on him. Yeah, yeah. And when you set that environment and you show people that you love them and they're welcome to come in and worship God with you, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. Yeah, I think too. Brandon's being nice, but I'll play hardball. <laughs> I'll stir the pot a little bit. I think you got these folks that'll come to church and say, "Oh, you got a projector." Heaven forbid, you know. You, the person who does that, has made an idol out of the projector. <clears throat> Not the person standing next to him, who's in a moment of worship. Yeah, that person just made something that wasn't a big deal a big deal because they couldn't focus on the Lord, and that's sin. I think it's ridiculous that in our church that you'll have people who will say, anything you could do to be relevant, let's not do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good, that's not a successful way to spread the gospel. And so, you know, yeah, we've got a huge projector at our church. Why? It has a functional purpose. It puts big words up on the screen so that if you don't know the song, you can learn it. You're not just singing it. You're putting it in your mind as you read it as well as you see it. And so I think that sometimes as pastors, we have to draw that line and say, okay, look, I understand this is not the way it was 50 years ago, but if you're living spiritually the same place you were 50 years ago, there's no way you're growing either. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, for us as, as a Pentecostal church, I want my goal is that anybody, Brandon, could come to our church and that they could feel the presence of the Lord. I want, you know, if if somebody was a baptized in the doctrine of Tulip, John Calvinist Presbyterian, sold out uh, PCUSA, and they came to our church, they should be able to feel the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. If somebody came to our church from a Methodist background, diehard Westland, they should be able to sense the presence of God in our church. If a sinner walked off the streets with alcohol still on their breath, mm-hmm. they should be able to sense the power of the Holy Spirit. They should be able to sense the majesty of the King. And so, in in what way do you think, going beyond being culturally relevant, how do we get people to that point? What happens that we introduce people to the presence of God? In your opinion, like, and I know I'm, this is maybe a little bit of a quasi-mystery, but how does that happen, you know, that 
we have an encounter with God in worship? What do you think's happening that facilitates that? <clears throat> well, there's no denying when you honestly feel the Spirit of God. Yeah, there's no absolutely. other feeling like it in the world. <laughs> yeah. None. Yeah. Um, there's nothing that I personally, me physically, that I'm going to do to make you feel the Spirit. Yeah. But if God can use me or the worship team Amen. in a way that opens us up, that's the key. We have to open our hearts and our mind. Yes. You know, God's always there. It, it's not yes. like um, that's right. you sing a song or if you sing the right song mm-hmm. or uh, if you do the, these right certain things that then God's going to show up. Yes, I mean, right. we're in yeah. God's house. He's yeah. He's there all yeah. the time. He's with us. He, yeah, he lives yeah. within me. But when you provide that opportunity yeah. For someone to be able to uh, focus and just open their heart and their mind, and especially with a with a group of believers yeah. doing it together, there's just something about that. You yeah. know, when you can just focus on that and you eliminate all the yeah. other distractions. That's good. And you're really focused on Him. That's when He will He will do great things for you. Yeah, and you know, you say, Pastor, how can I be afforded that opportunity? If you were to ask me that question right now, here's what I'll tell you. Pack up all your baggage and bring it to baggage claim at 3895 New Highway 68 at Massaville Church of God and let us show you the presence of the Holy Spirit and introduce you to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Josh with Brandon, our worship leader, signing off. Be blessed and check us again.